What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the host. They're the ones running this show, and they are the ones at the wheel, at the helm of this ship, and they're steering this crazy, this uh, this ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. I tell you, if you can't tell, my voice is still not quite at 100%, but it's slowly getting there. I don't I don't know what's going on there. So we're we're, going to make it work. So (coughs) excuse me. So anyway, it is Sunday, September 25th, 2022. And welcome to his hard line with another episode of 1% with him. Today, we're going to be reading Psalms 28 and 29, both very short chapters. And so here's what I plan on doing. I'm not going to be doing um, a reading one through 150 because i think we would i think get bored with that very quickly so i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to read all the way up to uh once we hit psalm chapter 41 i think it is because i think 42 psalm 42 is when it starts uh the second book of psalms because there's three of them within the whole chapter uh or the whole book of psalms there's three books within uh the book of psalms so the first one ends at 41 so once we get to 41 We'll divert a little bit, and we'll go somewhere in the New Testament, and then we'll read um, we'll read something in out of the New Testament, maybe a couple different books, and then we'll go back to Psalms, and then we'll do the second book, same thing. We'll do that, and then uh, you know, so we're gonna break Psalms up as if you know those three books within Psalms are their own separate books, which they are, of course. So, so anyway. Um, glad to have you all here. Hope everybody's having a good weekend. This is my first podcast since I got hacked and attacked when we had the Brandenburg Black Hour on Friday. That was really interesting. We had an hour. Uh, we had an hour live show, a little bit over an hour, and I had people saying that they were having trouble getting on. And once they get on, they would get booted off. I had about eighteen or nineteen people, I think, in total that tuned in. But what the interesting part was is when I uploaded the uh, audio to to, you know, for people to listen on the download side, it only uploaded 15 minutes and like 38 seconds worth of it. And I guess apparently it cut off in the middle of it. Well, the more interesting part was at the last 10 to 15 minutes of the show, my whole computer system completely froze. I my sound went off. My screen was completely frozen solid. Couldn't move my cursor, nothing. And I've never had that happen, not on my computer. My, you know, Macs usually typically don't have that happen. Um, and so anyway, yeah, I had, uh, I had a really interesting 
you know, interesting, what I think was a hack attack, to be honest with you, because like I said, nothing was working. So I had to get on my phone and I had to get on Podbean on my phone and kind of finish off the show there. But I'm like frantically, you know, texting Donna saying, hey, I I can't hear you. I can't see you. I am completely booted out. And so she was still going live because she was a co-host on that. So she was still going live with the listeners that were there. So anyway, we were able to finish the show, but unfortunately it only uploaded 15 minutes and 38 seconds. So I was a little, I was a little perturbed about that, but that's okay. You know, they, we know they didn't want us talking. And so, you know what, at nine o'clock we went over to the Brandenburg news network and we ended up talking about the same very stuff that we did on my podcast. So, you know what I did? I just grabbed the audio from her, uh, BNN and I, you know, I took the video and I broke it down to where it was just audio and I uploaded that. I'm like, fine. You know what? You guys are going to mess with my live show. Well, one way or another, I'm going to put on what we talked about anyways, one way or another. So somebody definitely does not want us talking and they do not want us putting out this information out in the air. So you know what? We'll find ways around it. Believe you me, we will find ways around it. So here's something interesting. I was just scrolling through Telegram before we get into the reading. I was scrolling through Telegram and I got uh, Karen the Ultra Riveter. She's one of the assembly members and, you know, where I'm at. And uh, she just posted this is... she forwarded this from a page called police frequency and said, this is huge. A Manhattan judge just ruled that New York city must reinstate New York police department, police officers that were terminated because of the refusal of the city's health mandate. That is excellent news. And praise God that those officers who stood up for what they believed in, they are getting their jobs back. And let me tell you something. I can't really get into too much detail because I don't know exactly how much detail I'm allowed to give, but I will say this, as far as the military men and women who got discharged dishonorably or general, I'm pretty sure it was considered a a dishonorable discharge if you refuse to get the vax while you're in the military, Uh, that includes the Federal Reserves as well as active duty, those men and women will be just all right. I can't really say what will happen with them, but I will say this. It is very, 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 very positive. And, well, they will not be at a loss. We'll just say that. So um, they're, they're, they're not going to have anything to worry about. Um, it's, it's just unfortunate that they have to suffer ramifications from it right now. Um, you know, they have to do without a paycheck right now, you know, so right now it still sucks for them, but they are going to be just fine. Um, more on that here in the future. Uh, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I bring it back up, you'll, you'll praise Jesus's name. Like, oh, thank God, because those men and women who stood up for what's right, just like those police officers in New York city, they will be just fine. And you're going to, when you hear what's, what, what's going to, you know, take place with them, you're going to be like, Oh my God, praise you and praise your son, Jesus. Seriously. It's going to be beautiful. So anyway, there is that. Um, let me get out of telegram here. Um, before we get also started too. All right. Now today I was getting a little goofy on, (laughs) on telegram and, uh, today was kind of a slow day. Not a lot of people were on, but you know, I decided to do some dad jokes and uh, like, you know, one liner, you know, witty one liners. I got a few of them here. I'm going to play a couple of them and then we'll get into the reading. And then you're either going to laugh or you're going to roll your eyes. I'm like, oh, dear God, please don't do any more. Don't quit your day job. Just keep driving truck for the love of God. Just just don't do more dad jokes. <laughs> Listen to this. My wife told me I should stop impersonating a flamingo. 
but then I put my foot down. <laughs> that's how that's done. Mm-hmm. All right, so in order to get the full context, too, of the joke, you got to watch the video because my stupid face makes the dumbest facial reactions. Here's another one. Singing in the shower is pretty fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it's a soap opera. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Two more, I promise, and then we're done. <laughs> I thought the dryer was the one shrinking all my clothes. Turned out it was the refrigerator. <laughs> I really suck. <laughs> Last one. My wife says I should do lunges to stay in shape. That's just a big step forward. Yeah, anyway, it's better when you watch the video. It really is. I mean, the, the audio does no justice without the video. So anyway, yeah, yeah, Randy, yeah, a little goofy. <laughs> okay, a lot goofy. You know what? I was trying to bring smile to people's faces with my stupid dad joke. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but anyway, um, okay, so let's get started here. So Psalm chapter 28. Psalm chapter 28. All right, in the first chapter here, then 28, it's only nine verses. So it says to you, Lord, and, and by the way, I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible. And I haven't said this in a while, but anybody that listens to this as a new listener on the download side, I am just full disclosure. I don't, I'm not a man of the cloth. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a priest or a deacon or anything like that. I'm not a biblical scholar or an expert on the Bible. I'm just a guy who hauls fuel around the state of Michigan. And I have what I call my truck Bible. And I read out of that. At least, you know, I try to spend 15 minutes a day, you know, minimum with, you know, the Lord by reading a chapter and doing some prayer. Um, I will be honest with you, though, guys, today. I will. I'm at full transparency. I forgot to read today. This is the first time I'm reading today out of the Bible. So this is going to be a first for all of us today. Yeah, I feel ashamed. I was very lazy today. Okay, New American Standard Bible, chapter 28, verse 1. To you, Lord, I call my rock. Do not be deaf to me for if you are silent to me i will become like those who go down to the pit hear the sound of my pleadings when i cry to you for help and when i raise my hands toward your holy sanctuary do not drag me away with the wicked and with those who practice injustice who speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts give back to them According to their work and according to their evil of their practices give back to them according to the work of their hands Repay them what is due them, because they do not regard the works of the Lord, nor the deeds of his hands. He will tear them down and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the sound of my pleading. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart triumphs, and with my song I shall thank him. The Lord is my strength, is their strength, excuse me, the Lord is their strength, and he is a refuge of salvation to his anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd also and carry them forever. So with David, David does not identify in this particular psalm, he does not identify his enemies. 
<clears throat> excuse me. But he does describe the character and destiny. Now he says that they are wicked and workers of evil and deceptive and unbelieving, but they are destined to go down to the pit, which is basically a metaphor for death and eternal ruin or hell. And so David begins this psalm with an urgent plea for the Lord to hear his cry. He calls the Lord his rock, and if, he, if the Lord does not answer his prayer, he believes his fate is like that of those whose destiny is death and destruction. And so as he continues, David uses phrases that is both a request and a statement combined. And so David is confident that he doesn't share in wicked actions. So he is very much confident that God will not drag him off when judging sinners. Now, David describes evil people in part as those who deceptively, you know, deceptively speaking politely while planning to do evil. Um, he prays the Lord will judge depraved minds in proportion to their sins. And so David points out that the wicked ignore and reject the Lord's works. And despite all that God has shown in nature and by miracles, those who reject him refuse to see the truth. And so David prays that the Lord will repay them for their evil. And he knows that those who turn away from God will suffer eternal loss. And so this psalm concludes with praise that God has answered David's prayer. And David was a warrior who knew the value of a shield. And God provided David with both protection and a sense of confidence. And David applies the same idea to God's protection of his people, most especially God's plan to bring Messiah into the world. And David was also a shepherd, as it was stated in 1 Samuel 17, 34. And he uses shepherding terminology to speak about the Lord's guiding security. Now we move on to chapter 29. And it reads, Ascribe to the Lord sons of the mighty. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name and worship the Lord in holy attire. The voice of the Lord is on the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful and the voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon in pieces. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and uh, Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everything says glory. The Lord sat as king at the flood. Yes, the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. And so what does Psalm chapter 29 mean? Now, this particular psalm begins with an appeal from David for the angels to speak of the Lord's glory and strength. And he tells these spiritual beings to give God the glory he deserves and also to worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. And so then David 
draws the attention to the Lord's power by speaking often of the Lord's voice. And God's voice is not simply his speech or how he communicates, but when when God speaks, he wills something to be. And when David speaks of the power of God's voice, he refers to the omnipotent power held by the Creator. And this passage may have been inspired by powerful storms coming into Israel from the Mediterranean Sea. And, and in that sense, you know, God's voice shatters trees, moves mountains, shakes deserts, and strips forests bare. So those in the temple, possibly meaning the angels in heaven, shout out God's glory. And so in all those things, God is sovereign, even over the greatest of all natural disasters. The flood of Noah, as described in Genesis 7-4, you know, you got the God was seated on his throne, and the psalm closes as David asks for strength. And then in, in this context, that likely means courage and conviction, maintaining faith by relying on God's power instead of our own. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. I really am trying to shake this cough and this little whatever is left over here. It's just, like I said, I feel great just for some reason. Uh, some, some times of the day are better than others. But yeah, we must rely on God's power instead of our own. We must rely on God's, you know, understanding, you know, and his knowledge rather than our own. God's power. Listen, everybody on earth, you could take all the power of all the people on earth. It can't even come to a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction and so on and so forth of a percent or a fraction of a fraction, you know, and so on and so on. I mean, we have to, like, like, you know, like it says right here, maintain faith by relying on God's power, because if we try to rely on our own power, we're going to be heavily disappointed time and time and again. Without fail, we will always be disappointed if we try to rely on our own understanding and our own power. That's why, like, for example, with relation to the, you know, the National Assembly, sometimes it seems like it's going to be an impossible task to get our 38 states. But at the same time, I can't think in terms like that because, again, I'm trying to, I'm also relying on my own understanding of what I'm physically seeing with my own eyes. Now, with what I'm physically seeing and experiencing with my own eyes and my own ears and kind of, you know, my own perception – I can't really use that as a really good solid frame of reference because at the end of the day, there is nothing that is impossible for God. And I look, truth be told, sometimes I forget that fact. And so I must always keep that in the forefront of my mind. Nothing is impossible for God. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the next couple months are going to play out. It's going to be interesting how the rest of this month plays out, to be quite honest with you. And so anyway, but yeah, we must always rely on God's power because God's power is infinite, as we all know. It's, you know, it's without end. And nothing is too hard for God to accomplish. As long as we also put a boot in our own rear end to also work on this earth and do what we're called to do and listen to his guidance, he will help us out. He will be at our side. He will... He will be our backup. Because remember, he doesn't need us. We need him, which is why he will be our backup. We're not his backup. God doesn't need backup. He can freaking, he can do anything, anytime, anywhere with the flick of his, you know, if God has fingers, with his fingers. 
but he is our backup. We just have to prove to him that we're worth the salt on this earth to fight for what's important. So anyway, with that, I say, let's pray, because then I'm going to come back on the other side here with a his hard line, kind of like an assembly update slash end of the week, you know, kind of roundup, just random stories, stuff like that. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. And we appreciate all that you give us. Thank you for our families and thank you for a good weekend. And we thank you for the rain. It's been raining off and on here in Michigan. So we thank you for that because rain is always good. Um, We just, you know, we just pray that you guide us every day, every step. Be in our hearts and guide our thoughts, guide our words, and most importantly, guide our actions. May all three of those work in unison with one another so that it works for your glory for the benefit of others. So we just praise. Again, guide our thoughts, words, and actions, and just we always invite your son, Christ, in our heart. And we thank you for the gift of work, the gift of companionship, and we thank you for the people that come here. We pray for our nation. We ask for strength. And we pray that we can finally get resolve here in the very near future that we can restore this republic. And we pray all this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all I have for 1% with him. And I appreciate you all being here. And then we're going to, like I said, we're going to be back here on the other side, about five, five to six, seven minutes. We're going to do an you know, assembly update and more. Um, just kind of like a micro version of his hard line discussion. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. And so um, I hope, uh, again, if I don't see you on the other side, I hope you'll have a good rest of your Sunday. We'll be back here tomorrow for another 1% with him. And like I said, I do apologize that I can't stick to a strict, strict time. Um, <clears throat> that's what happens when, you know, when you work 12 hours a day, sometimes you get held up and, you know, my schedule is kind of very conflicting. So I try to maintain a, a, a you know, typical normal, normalcy with the time schedule here. But as you know, sometimes it can't happen, especially when it comes to assembly meetings and stuff like that. So, all right, we'll be back here in about five to six minutes. All right, bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop. our website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates